What's up, what's up, what's up? It's your girl, Loka Amore, and to the right of me, it's your boy. Turk, man, what's up, man? How y'all doing out there? You know and we, oh, are you oh. putting on the suave yeah, today? Yeah, man, cool, cool. All right. Back. Shit, okay, you know I ain't mad at that. I ain't mad at that at all. Man, we got a lot to talk about today, but first, how you been? Hey, I'm good, you know what I'm saying? I can't complain. Shit is, shit is swell, you know what I'm saying? Life is swell right now. No complaints coming from this way. How you been, though? You know what I'm saying? I'm alive. I can't right. complain. Living life. Staying out the way. Right. Hey, shout out to my nigga Ron. His birthday just passed. Shout out to my nigga Black. You know what I'm saying? His birthday just passed, man. Rest in, in peace, man. You know what I'm saying? God bless. And uh, shout out to me and the wife. Our anniversary just passed. And Happy anniversary. Shout out to us. Four years marriage. You know what I'm saying? Not a lot of people make it there. But hey, we pushing. You know what I'm saying? Y'all almost at the halfway of a decade. Yeah, man. It's been a it's been so long. It's you know, five it's married, but how long together, all together? Four married, but we've been together a little bit over eight years, something like that. That's a long time. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to be like y'all when I grow up. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> how you been though? You know what I'm saying? I've been good. Like I said, I can't complain. You know, I'm out here living my best life. Um, not really. I'm just staying out the way, minding the business that pays me, and um, being cool like how I be cool. Like I don't be, I don't be in the streets or nothing. I just you know, be in my little bubble. Right. I know you ain't got no more vacation time. Your ass was on vacation for like five weeks. Then actually, I was working. <laughs> oh, while you while were I was there because oh, wow. I work remote. So I'm afforded the ability to work wherever I'm at with my laptop. Okay, that's lovely. I ain't even. I thought you was really like off work. No, I really ain't got no more PTO for the rest of the year. (laughs) I'm about to say you had all. No, but I'm actually going back out this weekend. I go see my. You know what I'm saying? Hey, shout out to him and her. You know what I'm saying? They they union. Yeah, but uh, let's let's get on, uh, buddy, man, let's old boy from the game, man. I I know it's it's an old article, probably like a year or two old. Okay. Uh, but I wanted to touch on it, you know what I'm saying? Well, what was his name again? Uh, Hosea Ch- Chanchez from the Chanchez, game. Chanchez, you know what I'm saying? But um, I read a post that he he had up there. He was talking about how he was um molested at 14 years old by one of his friends, Pops or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the way he said it happened was that he was like, uh, essentially the, the man was grooming him and shit, you know what I'm saying? Every time his friend... Left the room. He had talked to him one on one, asking him, like, do girls like the big dick and da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Weird, weird questions and shit like that. Yeah. Like, I know you fucking mad bitches with that big dick. This and that and the third. Oh, my word. But he said he was grooming him for months and shit. Then um, one day he asked him, did he need a ride home? And he said he knew it was uh, not the right thing to do or whatever. But he, it was his friend's dad, so he took him up on the offer. Mm. And I guess when he was in the car, he was asking him those same type questions about how big his dick is and what size shoe you wear. Da, da, da. He pulled over like in, you know, I wouldn't say an alley, but off the out the way. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Pulled his pants down and ended up sucking his dick and shit. Pause. You know what I'm saying? Big pause. That's horrible. You know what I'm saying? And um, he outed him just 
when I want to say recent, like I said, I feel like I seen it a while ago, but it came up again. This is why I want to touch on it and shit. I but. feel like I saw the article. I did just retouch the article because you sent it to me, right. and I I skimmed through it, and I do believe I read it before as well. Malik from the game, who you talking but, about? But um, the yeah, what I read was this guy was like a father figure to him. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was somebody that was he was close with, which is. Usually the the typical scenario, unfortunately, people who get molested as children, the molester is not a stranger, right? Typically, the molester is not a stranger. In most cases, it's somebody they're close with, somebody they know, a family friend, a family uh, member or somebody like that. So, yeah, that was messed up. And he said it wasn't always that way. Mm -hmm. He said that at first it was like, you know, he got comfortable with them. And then at some point, the conversation started turning sexual. Mm-hmm. So that's when the grooming started like and although it did make him uncomfortable it, it it unfortunately led to him being molested. He did eventually out him and give his name and everything. Yeah, dropped his whole name. But what's messed up about that is it's like were there signs? Because you know, were there signs that this guy was a creep? Yeah, I think those signs he's Talking about a nigga, a kid got a big dick and well, who but, he but, fucking but, and shit. Like. Right, but you know, we when we talk about uh, pedophiles and predators, we're talking about people within somebody's family, somebody's uncle, somebody's cousin, somebody's something, pastor, whoever. And those conversations don't happen out in the open, right? They usually happen in private, like with the kid by himself or herself. Um they usually happen when nobody else is around and they usually prey on the kids they know not going to say nothing. That's too scared to say something or um, or get it to a point where they they intimidate the child into not saying something. Right. And that's what's messed up. But were there signs that he was a creep outside of that? Like, did he just show? Because when I read these things, and this is, I'm not, I hope nobody takes this as me trying to justify it um, or anything, because I'm not. Um, what I'm asking, though, is, was there another another adult around who said something wasn't right about this and person? That dude was fishy. I'm sure. Yeah. Like, like women's intuition. Somebody's grandma, his wife probably Grammy, was a little didn't sugary, know. You know what I'm somebody's a great aunt was like, mm, I just don't like him. You know, sometimes the grandma and the great aunt be. <laughs> it's yeah, something about him we don't like. A little bit. What's yeah, wrong yeah. with him? I mean, he seen my right, but it's I don't fuck with him. Yeah, my question is like, is this a like a, a rare occurrence or like is this a thing that happens to like, like what's the percentage on on boys being talking? Because I know it's outrageous for young girls, like, and that's fucked up in itself. But I know it's a a crazy percentage on boys too, and and I just. Yeah. Found this out after I read the article. I, I mm-hmm. looked some shit up, and I'm like, "Damn, it's really this many young dudes that get touched that don't say nothing. That yeah. it's a reason why they behave the way. Like they said, it's a lot of dudes in prison that were touched when they were kids. And Absolutely. Like, what's the pattern? Like why? Like why are they in prison? Like why are they building up like a a tough exterior or some shit? Like mm-hmm. like why why are mo- most of the dudes in prison? Why were they touched though? You know what I'm saying? And why why are they in prison? Well, what we don't talk about a lot is, I mean, I think one, let me first say, we're not really ever going to get a a really good number, right? Because typically men don't document a lot of those things. Like they're not going to the police. They're not going to the family. At some point, women eventually do go to the police or talk to somebody and say, this is what happened to me. Most guys internalize that and they just move on. So we know that at least in little girls sometimes what that comes out 
as as over sexualization and things like that. Mm-hmm. Men, on the other hand, typically act out in other ways. Violence. They they do drugs. They do you know they right. cope differently. So I think what leads uh, those men that have ended up in jail or in the system, they didn't ever really deal with the trauma. So instead, they did other things like steal and kill because they have this pent up anger or right. resentment and they express it in not so good ways. So my thing is, if it's happening at this high rate, like why? Like what's wrong with these adults? That's like what's what's going on in them mentally that's having them touching? Well, we got to look at the generation. It been happening for Right. We got to look at the generations that it's happening to. We still have a lot of people that you got to think about growing up. Keep our business in the house. Right. We got a lot of uncles and great grandpas who had multiple families within families Mm -hmm. that was sleeping with the kids or mothers that were giving their daughters or sons to men to keep them. You know, because that was the thing that was what happened back in the day. Is it really, though? Yes. I guess. So you don't have to agree with it. You talking about like in slavery times? And I'm shit, talking or about like and, in and, Jim Crow and, and shit. Even after Jim Crow, a lot of people carry these same values in today's society. Think about Hold on, what did you say? You said the man have sex with the wife. No, the man has. Yeah, he with the woman, but uh-huh. in order to keep her man, there were some women. If he liked her daughter, he got okay. He got to sleep up. with the daughter so the woman could keep the man in the house. Like these things happen. We we can't gloss over and act like it's just foreign to think about. I mean, there are not, women out you know there. There are women today who will have men hurt their children to keep the man in the house like i just just never thought about it though because i've read shit like that and like you know old slavery books and like shit that mm -hmm. happened back in those days and even like shit that happened 60 years ago how people do shit like that but i didn't think it was generational where people like it's generational and it's present day this is not it's just not talk like i want to say unfortunately it's we I don't think it's talked about widely, but it's in the know. Like there's literally videos out here of people setting up people that they've met in chat rooms, acting like 14 and 15 year old, nine year old children. And they're busting these people on YouTube. They doing YouTube videos where they telling them to meet them. And um, these women are coaxing these little girls or little boys Mm -hmm. to have threesomes with her and her husband in hotel rooms and things. So there's people out here doing the work. To show you that this is still alive and well, mm-hmm. people are still court court trying to court kids, or I'm sorry, um, um, uh, um, coax kids into these sexual situations. And one video I saw, the guy met up. He had the camera. The lady was standing outside the hotel that they had agreed to meet at, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Hey, are you such and such?" And she was like, "Yeah." He was like, okay, so what were you going to do with 14-year-old somebody, somebody? And why did you tell them not to tell anyone? And, mm-hmm. uh, like, they have whole conversations, text threads. They exchanging pictures and videos. Yeah, that shit. Stuff like that. So, yeah, it's still alive and well. There's people out here that's fucked up. What, what, how do you think those people justify to do the shit that they do? You know what I'm saying? Because don't you think some people, it's happening at a, a, a crazy rate. But don't you think some people that were molested, would think, like, I will never let this happen to another child or, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, where are those people? Like, why is it still happening 
at a very high clip though like you know what i'm saying like i i, I can't answer that i i feel like that goes back to the hurt people hurt people some people where as they become the the opposite of the thing that it happened to them there are people who become the same things that happen to them and whatever happens mentally or emotionally for that to develop i don't know that's what i'm saying everything in the world tell you that that shit is wrong but they find a way to justify why they doing it right or like they hide it right like we got these people undercover in these chat rooms or on instagram or on on tiktok and on all of these other social media trying to get these kids they hide it they 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 coaching these children or trying to lure these children into these inboxing the kids talking about um can you write me on snapchat what you do you got a snapchat because everything disappear on snapchat can't track nothing on snapchat because it disappear so yeah it's it's they've made it social media also is the tool that made it very easy for these people to prey on people i just try to find or understand why like people do certain shit but it's like no justification for it. Mm-hmm. it's like and, and when you watch the videos that you're talking about mm-hmm. those people just be like man i'm just i can't help it man i'm a no, you know what no, saying? It's it's not, like, no it, it, and a lot of times they and they play it try to play it off at least the videos i've seen i haven't seen yeah. anybody that's like oh i just don't know i'm sorry no they're usually like what are you talking about like no like just trying to play it off like nothing was happening and they right. don't know what this individual like we got whole black and white messages videos pictures of you and this person saying this to this what you thought was a 10 year old or a 15 year old or and you in your damn 30s and i was watching the svu episode and it was this dude that Ooh. not svu yeah, he was, it was this weird skinny white dude that was molested his whole life and shit. And, like, I guess he was the the guy that kidnapped the the kids and g- gave them to his father. But he kidnapped this one kid, and he wanted to, like, like, touch him so bad, but he just didn't. You know what I'm saying? And even when they had him, like, in the interrogation room, when they showed this dude pictures of these kids, like, his dick got hard and shit like that. Oh, my gosh. So what I'm saying is, like... He knew everything. He knew that shit was wrong. Like, he just couldn't help himself. Do you, do you think people are like that, though? Like, were they just like... Unfortunately. And that's just crazy. And I, I don't know if that's from just the fact that that's the environment. Like you said, he was kidnapping kids for his father. Yeah, you know what I'm so saying? So, it, it could have a lot to do with the mental perversion of it, right? Mm-hmm. Like, at some point, think about it like, like the I forget what the syndrome is. Like, people who get kidnapped and then they fall in love with the person who kidnapped them. Right, it's like some type of mental perversion that happens that makes it a want or a need, or it makes it a, a, something that you desire. I don't know. I don't know if it has to already be like that. I don't know if if that's something that already was in him, or due to his environment, that's just what he got used to. Because he was doing it for his dad, he watched his dad do it. It was done to him. You know, I feel like it's just a cycle of fucked up stuff. That leads to just this big bubble of fuck up. And that goes back to what we was talking about, though. You know, we're not going to talk about that. That's another episode for another day. (laughs) But with this, uh, (laughs) this, what, Chanchez? Chanchez. (laughs) Situation, you know what I'm saying? I don't mean to laugh at it. But I'm glad he came out and and spoke on it and shit. But this goes to the the question we had in the text thread or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it was like, is, um... It take a village still like a phrase that we could say that's 
a thing in the black community today. Because I feel like when I was a shorty and shit, you know what I'm saying, it wasn't too many friends' cribs I couldn't knock on the door, go in, or someone was unlocked, just walk in there. Like, And I feel like it wasn't nobody crib I couldn't go get no water, you know what I'm saying, no food. Like, they, everybody fed or helped all the kids in the, in the hood. That's what I mean by village. When people say... Because somebody was explaining the village to me, and they were talking about the village means just your family, like your auntie, your grandma. I'm like, no, I'm talking about, like, the whole, the whole community. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, well, your mama know her. Like, if if you piss her off, she can get to whip you, too. Like, that's a village. You know what I'm saying? I feel like we, we ain't got that no more in the black community. But I wanted to get your touch on that. You know no, what I'm saying? I agree. The village mindset is null and void now, right? As much right. as we would like to revert back to that, because I grew up in that, too. You know, we right. could go spend a night at anybody's house. Right. If. If you did something bad, then, you know, that that person's auntie, mama, grandma, great-grandma, they whooped you. Then when you got home, you got another whooping. Mm. Like, you know, the candy lady house. Like, all that stuff. I don't feel like we have that anymore. One, because you can't trust nobody with your child. Because people killing people, kids, can't leave them at home with the boyfriend, the husband, the person you made the baby with. You can't leave them with your grandma. How your, do we get no, there, though? I'm just saying, I how don't do we, know. How do we I just, really wish I We knew. grew up like that. We was just kids, fucking 15 20 years ago. You can have you know a whole like, sleepover for a week and be going to school from somebody else's house and they mama and uncle and whoever. That's what I'm saying. And it would have been fine, but now kids can't even go outside and play for real. So, I mean, I think it's just been a change of the times. It's unfortunate. I wish we could go back to that where we had trustworthy people, grandmas, cousins, us in our 30s, keeping, you know, people kids. But first off, everybody don't want, you can't discipline everybody's kid. Let's start there. Why not? People though? don't want you to discipline their child because you can't spank their kids. You can't do this. You can't tell their kids what to do because if you tell their kids what to do, then it's the problem. So what one, I'm saying is like it's, it's definitely not. I feel where you coming yeah. from. It's definitely not a village mindset. But you knew the person that you had with your kids, so you, well, you never know what people really gonna do to yeah. your kids and shit like that. <laughs> but people, I feel like it was enough trust and love in the hood back mm-hmm. then for people to. To let their kids spend the night over certain people. Because it wasn't none of my friends' cribs that I couldn't stay over. Or they couldn't stay. We used to have, nigga, like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, sleepovers. Like, fucking 12 niggas in the crib type shit. In the right. apartment. Like, you know what I'm saying? like. But your mama probably talked to their mama. And they had each other phone that's numbers. That's what I'm saying. And, but people ain't doing that no more. Like I said, you can't even discipline other people's kids no more. So why I'm going to let your kid come over my house if I can't say nothing to him? It's layers. It's it's wow. several reasons why people don't allow like the village mindset has depleted within the community is because one you can't tell people kids nothing, two because the kids you can't tell them nothing they come to your house and think they can do what they, they do at their house and show how they don't want to follow no rules. Nah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> so it's it's really hard to have people behind you that will support like you know our parents probably used to i remember my mom used to go out and stuff and i'd be at somebody's house like you know what i'm saying because right. she, she could trust that this person you can't do that no more why not though that's so fucked you got up to me boyfriend, yo. you got you don't know who running in and out of people's house no more and that's like everybody knew damn near everybody business that's what man. i'm saying and you that, know why because everybody just, was couples and shit back then you know, you know what? Well, yeah, like, we did have a few more. Even if he had family outside the house, he yeah, came home. Exactly. <laughs> you, you knew the mom, the dad. You knew the man of the house. You knew the woman of the house. Right. You know what I'm saying? You weren't seeing the random nigga come to the crib. No, it's it's too many. It's too many people that got too much traffic. You don't know who all over there. You don't know who gonna be around your child. 
because you don't know what boyfriend and woman or, the, or what girlfriend and woman or the man got that day. Can we get ever back? To, can we ever get back to the, the village mindset, man? You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like that was a beautiful thing to have, man. Like you had more than one family coming up, man. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And they still family. Like you hit them up today just because you ain't talked to them in a while. Don't mean that they ain't family. You know what I'm saying? And people were like, I feel like it's fucked up that they. It's not like that no more. It's fucked up that your your fucking cousin can't know his cousin from fucking Minnesota because you don't trust the auntie or some shit. Like, well, I feel like that goes to family ties and family issues, and it's so it's hard to say what would help and what what we could do to revert back to that time because there's so many things that could be wrong. You got families that don't even talk to each other no more. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. We ain't talking to the family in Minnesota because we got a problem with Auntie George over there. Oh, I said Auntie George. Auntie jo- Georgina. Whoever. Like, we just don't, we don't, first of all, most people don't even know who their family is. Yeah, you're dating your cousin because you ain't you know that was your cousin because your family don't talk. So it's like, it, it be some, you know, I feel like it's a lot of things that have to happen before we can get back to the village. People have to be trustworthy. You have to be trusting. Could we ever get back to the village, though? That's the question. If people want to. (sighs) It don't seem like nobody want to get back to that. Why not, though? I got a village. That's all I'm going to say. But I feel like you have to want that. But because of the way the times are changed, the tides are changing. Why can't you trust your neighbor, though? That's just so foul. Because your neighbor is a crackhead. You know everything that's going on with the neighbor. Your neighbor is a drug dealer. Not, not every Your neighbor got, is a whore. Not everybody got that same situation though. You know what I'm saying? That's true. Like, but would you would you trust your neighbor with your kid? Like your neighbor right now in one of these houses? Would you yeah, trust? Yeah, I trust. Yeah, George and Rainey, that older <laughs> couple. You know what I'm saying? My mama would like. Okay. And I'll check up on them like every hour. It's like because we talk to him all the time. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know if I hope he wouldn't. You know what I'm saying? He just know. I hope I put enough fear in that nigga heart that That's he wouldn't a lot try of hope. no shit. Like, That's you know a lot saying? of hope. I just feel like you got to be able to trust people, though. It, you it's do. fucked up as it sounds. Like, but you don't, and people will be like, you can't trust them with your kids. It's like you want your kids to be comfortable with more than just your family. You know what I'm saying? I agree like, with that. But see, that's what I'm saying. Like in my, like where I live now, I only know of one of my neighbors, and that's the elderly lady who lives on the other side of me. Like, Right. On the other door from me. And we speak and in passing and things like that. Now, would I let my son go over there? Because she got a grandson the same age as my son. Yeah. As long as you kept the door open. Right. Because there's a little boy over there he could play with. He's the only child, you know. But would I have reservations? Absolutely. Because she's not my family. She's not really? somebody I know personally. But I feel like that's the way I was raised. I also don't want to raise my child in fear, right? Like, not you have to trust that somebody is not going to do the worst, right? And the only way you could do that is to let something happen. But then you open yourself up to the possibilities that something could go negatively. A lot of people don't want to take that chance. Because, again, you know, you got to know who over there. You got to know who in and out. I've seen who goes in and out her house. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So it's like, okay, you know, those people speak to me. I speak to them. But at the end of the day, I don't know them. Right. But would I be open to that? Yes. Now, if the motherfucker upstairs wanted to play with my uh uh-uh. No. You know? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Absolutely not. But, but I'm saying if you... <sighs> First off, we got to get back to community, like you said. Like, it's not a lot of people that own houses right next to each other that's going to be in that same crib for fucking 15, 20 years. You know what I'm saying? First off, we got to get back to that. Niggas got to start buying 
buying cribs and shit, building the community. Because niggas don't stay in the same crib for years on out like they used to, you know what I'm saying? Even, like, the older generation, like, all the people we knew that own cribs don't own those cribs no more. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, in this wild, like, it's fucked up. But we got to get back to that first to, like, even think about building, like, a community or, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I agree with that. Um... It's going to be hard, though, because, like, I still have that mindset, right? When I move somewhere, I want to be there as long as possible. Have I been able to do that? Absolutely not. Because the way the world's set up, inflation, (laughs) rent going up everywhere. Um, So, yeah, it's, like, I know people who've been in, you know, back in the day, a person could be in an apartment for 15, 20 years. It should be longer than that sometimes. That's what yeah. I'm saying. You you be so you be at an apartment so long they done grandfathered you in. Our you just got our neighbor <laughs> in Concord apartment. stayed. She was right upstairs. She stayed in her apartment for like 23 years. That's what I'm saying. I knew a woman who stayed in her apartment till the day she died, and was living independently. She was an elderly woman. God bless. But like that's just not a thing no more because the world is ever changing. Things don't cost the same. People don't have the same mentalities, the same personality. You don't know who you're dealing with nowadays. And why? That's what I'm saying. Why don't y'all why don't we know our fucking neighbors, man? Like why why aren't we communicating and get to know each other? You gotta live next to this motherfucker, man. You know what I'm saying? Some people don't want you in their business. Some people don't wanna know you. It's been it's been times where I've lived in an apartment complex and I didn't know who lived in front of me behind me across the hallway from me i remember one time i was at an apartment for a year and the only time i had seen my neighbor was the back of his head i had never seen his face up until like 10 months in right every if you my neighbor and we stand in an apartment and you would do pause i'm gonna talk to you because i ain't gonna talk to the female <laughs> out of respect for my wife you know what i'm saying mm. but the nigga we gonna chop it up Mm-mm. i'm gonna know if you smoke weed you know what i'm saying i'm gonna know if you play 2k for bread like i'm gonna know this type of shit because i'm gonna ask you nigga yeah i'm gonna get to know you in that way if we do that nigga we cool that's all i need to know you know what i'm saying like Let's let's roll one up, nigga. Like you know what I'm saying, and I feel like if we smoking, I'm gonna get to know you that way. But I feel like it's I'm not gonna walk past somebody every day and just say what's up, what's up, what's up. Like no, nigga, we about no. to have a conversation. I'm about to know who living <laughs> upstairs and next door to me. I want to know who 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 you really are and who you fuck with. Is your cousin about to kick in my door? Like yeah. I want to know shit like that. No, you know I agree saying? with that. And then you got to worry about people plotting on you nowadays. Yeah. You know, they you uh, invite somebody to your house, they scoping nah, your crib gonna... for what you got. They oh, I get that TV. That's a nice TV. Mm-hmm. You got a PS Five. Well, that's the you know I want one of those. Right. Next thing you know, like you said, your dough kicked in, your shit gone. And I'm see, I ain't the type of nigga that think that. Well, I, I hope it doesn't happen, but I, I'm not like looking at a nigga like he about to rob me. And shit. Right, but I feel like that's still a concern. You, we, if we talking about why we can't get back to a village mindset, this is the stuff we have to worry about now. That's not to say niggas didn't rob niggas back in the day, right. but now you got to worry about a motherfucker. You inviting somebody into your space and kicking it with them regularly, mm-hmm. and that be the motherfucker who busting your shit and take your stuff. Yeah, but you gotta. That's give or take. You gotta live with some. You gotta live with some decisions, man. It's like listen, I tell you what. You can't not trust a nigga because you think he gonna break in your shit. Some nigga people ain't trustworthy, Turk. I'm just saying, nigga might not break in your shit. He might not. That's a chance you gotta take. However, comma. <laughs> I try not to look at <laughs> niggas for, with the work with the worst intentions. You know I, I'm. Mm-hmm. I get everybody that little clean slate. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Pay robbed, attention to the man, I was meant to get robbed. Got insurance for that shit, but you ain't coming to my shit no more. You know what I'm saying? Especially if I got suspicion. That's crazy. It was you, you know what I'm saying? But it's like I'm not gonna hey man, this nigga, he look like he weird, man. Like he 
either staring at all my shit. Like, no, nah, I'm not looking at it like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah. I get that. But what I'm saying is to the question, why don't we have the village mindset? These are the things that are happening more often than not. And these are the things that people are concerned with. When you allow somebody, we got people being set up by their homies of 15, 20 years. Which is wild. Wild as fuck. But that's what's happening. How can you have a village when the person you sit next to and been knowing half your life is plotting on your life? You why, know what why, I'm why are they plotting? It's a deeper root to that, though. You that's know what I'm saying? What's the root cause shit. of that? Like, I ain't a shiesty person. Why, why are they plotting on them, though? You know what I'm saying? It's, it's it's something deeper to that. You know what I'm saying? Like, if he's jealous, like, why the fuck is he jealous? But this somebody you've been knowing for half your... If we in our 30s and you've been knowing this should be your friend for 15 years since y'all was kids running, you know, shooting shooting horse in the in the street with... Then you got to wonder, you've been jealous of me all this time? You've been plotting on me? Or if I came up and I'm trying to put me on so I could put my people on, but mm-hmm. you plotting on my come up, you don't be knowing what be people's intentions for real. Whether they've been in your circle. Some people would stick around and play in your face because they definitely want something from you. You know, it's but again, you don't expect that from people you love and care about. It's people who've been in your life for all of this time. But these are the people. I just feel like people show you who they are, man. Like it's it's out the while you see certain shit and that you will see what's what's for you and what's not for you out the while. You know true. what I'm saying? Like my homegirl solid. My homeboy solid. I don't have a prop. They gonna ride for me. They gonna die for me. And that's how you feel. That's def- I know this. What well, if they rob your ass? Though. They ain't gonna rob me. They ain't I gonna just rob feel me. like you can't. We can't like live like that though. We can't live with that mindset. Like nigga, I don't. Man, this nigga, man, he was late on his rent last month. Man, he might try to. Like, no, I, <laughs> no, I can't live like that, man. It's like, damn, nigga, if I can, I'm not like, saying, hey, if you my neighbor, you need a couple. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna try to help. I'm you know just what I'm saying? giving it's like, perspective, though. That's that's what we missing though. That unity, that love, and that you know that togetherness, nigga. We don't we don't got that no more. Some like, people can't people call don't want to no look more. out for people. People selfish as fuck, and I think that's what it is. Like I think the world made everyone selfish. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's uh-huh. not. Out to like, I remember coming up, like, niggas used to say, Man, when I hit the lottery, I'm looking out for everybody in the hood. Yeah, niggas is not looking out for nobody if they hit but the they lottery. Sell. You know what I'm saying? They, they're immediate, they, they family, you know what I'm saying? The people mm-hmm. that live with them and shit. But niggas don't think like that no more. Niggas not thinking about like looking out for everybody or because it's like it's not a mindset no more. That shit don't exist no more and I shit agree. like that. You know what I'm saying? I tell people all the time, if I hit any amount of money, everybody gonna get their chunk and then they can't call me no more. But why I got to be like that? Well, no, when I say they can't call me no more, I mean they can't call me no more for money. Because, you know, I'm a lookout, you know, but I feel like that's going to be for the people who held me down, my friends and my family that's held me down truly. Everybody ain't going to get a chunk. But the people that have been fucking with me, who my village, they're going to get their chunk. Just don't call me for no more money because I helped you. You don't need nothing else from me. Figure it out. Like, I I wouldn't cut a nigga off because he hit me up for bread all the time. Like, if I'm out that nigga, like, if... I got a cousin, he hit me up for a couple hundred, and I can't. You an enabler. No, it's not that. I'm not going to give it to him, you know what I'm saying? But it's like, if I'm in town, it's not like I know he ain't got no bread. I'm still going to hit him up. Now, I'm going to buy you some drinks. You coming out with me. That's how I look at shit. Yeah, I, I look get at that. He's just a nigga that asks for money a lot. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not going <laughs> to cut him off because he asks for bread. I don't look at shit like that. You know what I, I'm saying? Like, I, I have had friends who ask me for money almost regularly. Right. I tell them no. All the time, but but what, I mean, I'm not saying that either. But as some, like what I'm what I'm saying is just on the topic of if I come into some money, like a a, a, a couple couple mil, couple hundred mil, mm-hmm. 
I'm putting a big chunk of that up, and whatever chunk I keep for myself, I'm gonna give y'all a chunk. But don't call me for nothing. Yeah. And, and don't the chunk call is gonna be, me. I, everybody's not gonna get the same chunk. That's everybody. true. Everybody's not gonna get somebody's chunk. Maybe I pay off their house. Somebody's chunk may be just exactly. a chunk of a check, uh, ten thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. Everybody, of course, everybody's chunk is not gonna be the same. But whatever I do for you, I'm right. doing for you out of love and because I want to help you. So if I know my grandma's house only got ten thousand dollars left on it, my chunk to my grandma might be the house. Like yeah. Right. Pay off your mortgage. Now you ain't got nothing else to worry about. And I feel for this. like with this whole debate, you're the reason why it's no more community, and I'm the reason why it should be community. I'm, I'm the, the reason. Nigga, I'm the nigga that spread love and I trust. No, people. you an enabler. Until you give me a reason not to trust. You an enabler. At some you know point, like, some things like that are in ena- you enabling bad behavior. What do you mean? How so? So you just saying somebody can just. Not do better for themselves and just keep coming to you for it's handout. people like that. It's people that's just not gonna change. I mean, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna stop loving you. My help shit. has like, a expiration date. I'm not gonna. I don't mean just because I. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I don't mean like a person gonna hit me up and I won't give them bread every time. It's probably I might look out for you once every one once a year or once every two years. But it's like if I'm in town, nigga, you my cousin, you my broke cousin, and I know you ain't got bread. I'm still taking you out with me. Well, now, I'm no, I never said shit. I like, wouldn't do that, though. That's just the type of shit I'm on. That's what I I'm saying. I never said I wouldn't do that. It's, what I'm I said was. I'm not you off because you were broke. I nigga. never like, said you know I was going to cut like, nobody off. I just said that I'm going to help you in the way that I see fit. Oh, no, in I that, in that instance. Just, now, if it's just on a regular. Like, I've had friends I've taken on friend dates and I pay for the whole dinner, drinks, and everything. Yeah. Like, I'm not that type of person. I'm the most generous giving motherfucker out here for my friend. If a motherfucker don't love you more than me, then you don't need that motherfucker. That's how I feel about my friend, my relationship with my friends. But it's people that cut people off because. Oh, well, you then, know, that's their business. I don't man, do that person, to my friends. Man, I can't fuck with somebody. I don't let somebody sleep on my, my level, whole couch before. Like, Y'all got me fucked up. And I don't talk to people every day. I probably talk to people once a year. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like no lie, I don't talk to a lot of people, but mm-hmm. it's like I will still fuck with you that way. Like if I saw you out, nigga, I'm gonna buy you around. You might buy me. We gonna kick it that night, like type right. shit. But it's like I, I'm not gonna completely cut somebody off. Like I agree because agree because uh, certain situations. You know what I'm saying? It, it depends on the situation. You saying I'm an enabler? It's like no. I'm saying nah, if if you are just all. gonna keep helping motherfuckers without I'm letting not. them help that's themselves, then that's an enabler. I don't know why you saying that. No, <laughs> I, no, because you was you was commenting on something earlier, and I was like, well, then you an enabler mm. in that sense. Like I'm not saying what you saying because I'm agreeing with what you saying. Mm. I'm just saying back to when you said if I come into a couple meal, then I'm gonna mm. help my people out. I said that's fine, but in my case, if that were me. Everybody gonna get their chunk And then that's it Don't keep calling me After I give you $10,000 Cause you need What did you do With the $10,000 yeah, but that—that's what all I'm saying. I'm not saying I'm cutting my friend. My friends is my friends. I'm just talking about people. We blood brothers. You ain't going nowhere. You stuck with me for fa- life. People cut family members off because they own food stamps and they oh, not. No. You know what I'm saying? Shit like we all that. been there. Everybody that's why we don't have community no more. I because agree people with that. are think they better than people, and people are beneath them and shit, and they can't. I can't be around that man. Like this nigga said, man. If you want to get rich, you got to be around rich people. So I can't be around broke no. people. Like nigga, like. That's your family. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, you got to cut your fam off because you read this post. Like, you really feel that way, my nigga. Like, you know what I'm saying? Shit like that. I feel like people pick up on the wrong ideals. 
Right. Because the most loyal person to you can sometimes be the brokest person in the room, right? You gonna you gonna surround yourself with all these motherfuckers who want something from you, right? And ain't looking out for the motherfucker who really genuinely got your best interest at heart, and that could be the motherfucker who don't have the money. Mm-hmm. So I don't believe I don't I don't I don't uh, adopt that that way of thinking, right? Because I understand everybody ain't gonna always have it when you got it. And I might not have it, and somebody else might have it. Do I expect that they gonna cut me off because I ain't got it this time? No, mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm a expect that they treat me like I treat them when they don't have it, and that's to look out for me if I ask for the help or if I need it, or even if they come and say, "Look, I know you've been down for you know what I mean. You need anything? You need some help? Like just knowing that some a person got my back. Like that's what I be looking out for. Speaking of community, right? Mm-hmm. Say if your neighbor came to you and asked, like it's an emergency, I need you to watch my two kids, and you free for the next two days. She only needs you to watch them for eight hours. Would you do that? Yeah. I'm just checking. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I'm just, just curious. They kids. Some people will say, no, I don't know these kids. Like, yeah, no, I don't know because you I feel like that's a that's an act of kindness, though. Like, that's right. just morally for me. That would just be a simple act of kindness because I would want somebody to do it for me. Mm-hmm. They don't know my situation. I don't know theirs. They, I would want somebody to be genuine enough to say, I got you. You know, that's just like motherfuckers begging on the street. Right. You asking somebody for help, you just hope that somebody gonna give you a dollar or five dollars, or like you just hope that somebody gonna be nice enough to help you in your time of need. And my, I, first of all, I'm a stranger, right. <laughs> so if you coming to me, ask me to watch your kids that I ain't never met, I know you need help. So sure. When come you on. said I'm in the neighborhood, I thought about like some of my my traits and shit. Ooh, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm not the type of person. Like I told you, it's like if a nigga stole from me, it's like. That's fucked up. Like mm-hmm. I'm not gonna like mm-hmm. not talk to him ever again. Like we we might have to you know shoot the one. You know what I'm saying? And, and shake up afterwards. And you gonna have to tell me why you stole it? Cause it's it's a reason. Cause I'm not a fucked up human to nobody. You know if I, if you need help, I'm gonna help you. It's mm-hmm. like it's no reason you would need to like steal from me. So I would need you to justify why you did that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like okay, what if they didn't have a good reason? We might shoot the one again. You know what I'm saying? And I might have to like. For real, nigga? Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I'm we not going to kick it the same, but I wouldn't, like, not talk to you ever again in life. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you invited me to your wedding or your birthday party, I'm a, I might pop up. You know what I'm saying? Like, shit like that. Like, I'm not. I'm not I know you're not. That's what I'm saying. That's why I'm, <laughs> I'm a different person when it comes to shit coming. like that. Because what goes around comes around. You know That's what I'm saying? True. And, then, like, and you stole from me and karma is my bitch. You know what I'm saying? Karma might be, that might be what I needed. A nigga to steal a rack from me so oh, I can get well, we 100 got, racks. You know what I'm saying? Like, no situation everything happened for a reason and everything is going to happen. I, I don't like to play. People play like way too cautious when it comes to shit. You know what I'm saying? It's like, no, man. So you just got to live life, man. I understand why, why people cut like a person off like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But. I understand why I'm so forgiving as well. You know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna, like I said, I'm not gonna let you stay. Forgiveness has an expiration date. Especially my cousin. Like, my cousin stole from me. Like, of course, we got family members that stole from us. It's like, but nigga, like, the shit getting locked up, Will, or the shit by me type shit. You know what I'm saying? I remember taking my shit. You ain't got to. Don't take it. You ain't got crackheads in your family. You right. (laughs) Well, that's not true. I just ain't got no crackheads in my family close enough to me to steal from me. Oh, yeah. We grew up with crackheads. So, I'm not saying we ain't got crackheads in my family, but God bless. Um, Yeah, no. And that, see... Forgiveness for me is situation like it's never situational. Let me not say that because I'm a, I'm gonna forgive you, but as far as my ties to you, 
as a person, like the relationship I maintain with the person. Yeah, I don't have to. I don't have to fuck with you after that. I don't have to. I can love you from a distance after that. Like I ain't. I'm not a hateful person. Like I don't harbor hate in my heart for nobody. But I have learned in my almost 32. My birthday in a couple of weeks. But in my almost 32 <laughs> years of life that I have learned the art of disconnection like i can disconnect from you i can still love you i ain't gonna hate you i ain't gonna mm-hmm. feel no type of way once i say i'm done with the situation i'm done with it and i'm moving on but i'm moving on without you i just don't want you to get comfortable in a place where you have gotten over on me i've forgiven you and then now you in the circle to where you can get over on me again <laughs> or think you can't like no i'm cool like i already know what you about right you show me your intention because that's like if we talking about money if you know i got it you don't have to steal it you can ask and see i hate to now do this whether yes or no is determining on the situation right. determine on the situation if i have it though and i can give it to you nine times out of ten the person that i am i'm gonna help you even if i can't give you the whole thing mm-hmm. i'm gonna give you something but if you just gonna take it without giving me the option to say yay or nay, like it's mine. That's, and I want to get to this because this this not even a topic for this episode. We supposed to talk about this next episode, but this is a great segue. What does forgiveness look like, though? You saying you forgive them, but to what extent? That's what I'm saying. Because what what does forgiveness look like to you? Does it look like does it look different to everybody? Like no, forgiveness is forgiveness. For me, forgiveness is cut and dry. Is I acknowledge what happened. Mm-hmm. I accept what happened. Mm-hmm. I understand where, because like you said, it's going to be a conversation. So I want you to explain to me if you have the the ability to sit down with me and talk about it. Because some people can't, if they do you bad, they can't look you in the eye after that. Mm-hmm. So if you have the ability to sit down and talk to me about it, we're going to talk about it. And after I understand your train of thought, severance. <laughs> and how is that forgiveness though when you because cut them off? Forgiveness does not require me to still deal with you after you did something bad to me. Yeah. Forgiveness means that I am no longer dwelling on the act. I'm not holding you to no other standard than what you've shown me. Doesn't mean I have to continue a relationship with you after that. People think forgiveness means, oh, you forgave me, then you still gotta fuck with me. No, I forgave it's you not. and I can love you from over there. Like I don't have to be in yeah, your I don't I have to that. fuck with you after that. So I forgave you. I'm not like I said. It's not gonna come up in conversation. Is that forgiveness? That's what I'm saying. Is because you like, why can't you see them again? Though I didn't say I couldn't see them. I said I don't have to maintain a relationship. That doesn't mean I'm not gonna okay. say hi and bye. I, I can, I can accept that. Yeah, I don't have to. I don't have to have you. I don't got to be calling you on the phone to talk, keep up. No, if I see you, hi, we cordial. Forgiveness mm-hmm. is cordialness. Right. Yeah. Understood. You know hi saying? and bye. That's it. Because at that point, see, my thing is betray. Like I look at certain things as betrayals. Right. Just mm-hmm. my personal outlook. If you lie to me, that's a personal betrayal to me. Because I'm one of those people. I'm so understand. I'm understanding to a fault almost. Mm-hmm. Where I'm so understanding. I could really rationalize a lot of shit. I can understand people on a lot of different levels. Because I try to remain as neutral as I can. Personal feelings aside. Mm-hmm. Because I really want to understand what the fuck people be thinking. Me too. So, I'll, be, I'll be thinking about the same <laughs> so shit all the time. So if you do me dirty. Mm-hmm. I really want to understand why you felt you needed to do me like that. Ditto. But once I know what I do after that is not up to you. 
But I owe myself the respect of forgiving what you did and moving forward with my life. I'm not going to carry that poison with me. A lot of people harbor those hurt feelings and shit. I don't do that. I would, dis- like I said, severance. I would disconnect yeah. and move I, on I with said, my life. I said I see why you said that, but forgiveness to me is as well. It's, it's understanding as well. You know what I'm saying? Because if you can justify to me why you did what you did, you know what I'm saying, and I can understand that. That's me forgiving you. You know what I'm saying? But if I can't understand why you did that, I can't. I don't know if I can forgive you. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's got to be a reason. Because I'm not, like I said, I'm not a fucked up human being to nobody. I wouldn't do, I wouldn't cross nobody in that way intentionally or purposely. You know what I'm saying? If I do some fucked up shit, it wasn't on purpose. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> my bad. It's like, but I would like to understand why you did that, though. And if you can't, like, give me. A reason that that's understandable for me, you know logical. what I'm saying? I don't know if I could forgive you. You know what I'm saying? Like in that way, whether it's logical or illogical, whether I understand it or don't understand it, because your your train of thought could make all the sense to you and right. make no sense to me. But whether or not I understand, it, if you could verbalize that to me, I'm like, okay, well, this is how this is gonna go mm. because of X, Y, and Z. Severance. <laughs> <laughs> I get what you said. That's it. That's what I'm saying. I'm more, like I said, when you said you think about the reason, I think about the reasoning too, man. I don't know what people be going through and why they do the certain shit that they do. So I I try to give them a pass, like for the most part. Like, Mm -hmm. it's like, I understand, man. Everybody go through fucked up shit, man. Like, you needed that little $100 that was laying on the table, man. Like, I get it. You know what I'm saying? Like, but it's, I don't know if I, I have to, like I said, like if you, if you needed that for a fucking, so you can get your, your fucking steel toe boots for you to start at the warehouse or some shit, like, now you could have asked, but I understand, like, you're making me understand why you would do some fucked up shit, because this, you really thought you needed it, you know what I'm saying? You could have asked. Don't mean it's okay, you know what I'm saying? Mm-mm. But you giving you me the asked. reason why, nigga, and I can respect that. You could have you know asked. Yeah, most definitely, you know what I'm saying? But I'm just saying, everybody doesn't have the same, how we talk, moral code as me, you know what That's I'm saying? That's true. Like, and, but and I'm different in that way. Even I, if we take I understand it, different people in the even way. Even if think. we're taking the moral code standpoint, respect definitely is the basis. It's definitely if you respect me, you respect me enough not to betray me. Period. Now that's why I'm a firm believer in having hard conversations. I may not want to hear it. I may not agree with it, but at least if you talk to me about it and you allow me to sit with that, Mm -hmm. like I said, if you need help, respect me enough to ask me. And if I, if, if I help you, then I help you. If I don't, or if I can't, then I don't. And I can't, but to take from me and then expect that I'm still supposed to give you the grace of my presence. I ain't saying that, but what I'm saying is the understanding though. I can understand all day why you took it. Because you know, because you saying that they got to no. come to you. Maybe some people just it's really hard for people okay, to ask you, for shit, and they just don't take from me though. So, don't take from I'm me. I'm not saying it's don't okay. Don't take you know from me. But I'm saying I'm more understanding when it comes to fucked up shit happening because it's life to me. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't look at it like nigga, I'm crushed. Yeah, it, I'll be fucked up for the moment. It's like, it's damn, principle. like why, like damn, like it's the principle. It's fucked up, but but you know what I'm saying. But it's life. It's the principle. Niggas gonna get crossed. Bitches gonna get crossed. It's, okay, well don't cross me. It's it's life. You know if what I'm you saying? need to if you need to cross something, take it to Jesus and take it right. to the cross. Don't cross me though. Say <laughs> so you ain't going. I'm not around. going. I'm not going because, like I said, I'm just that person that you can right. really talk to, even if it's uncomfortable. Don't take from me. 
Because if, if, if you need it and you so uncomfortable with me that you can't come and ask without judgment, without feeling like you're going to be judged, then obviously you don't know me well enough to know that I'm not that type of person. And you probably don't need to ask me then. But if you're just going to take it and hope that, and then I find out that you took it, mm. I'm going to take it as pure disrespect. I'm going to forgive you. I'm more, like, I'm more like Jesus when it comes to forgiveness and shit, man. I, don't, I ain't okay. comparing myself. But I guess I'm, I'm, I'm Lucifer, saying. the morning star. Because ain't no fucking <laughs> way. I'm going to take it personal. Let's go ahead and get on something else, though. All right. Yo, yo, that, yo, uh, this is the hood uh, The sex question that you had, you know what I'm saying? Dun, dun, dun. That wasn't me. Wait, you talking about this one? Yeah, yeah, number three, what was that? Oh, how does having multiple sexual partners affect your mental and emotional health? And I feel like you was explaining a way for women. I just feel like for men, it just doesn't. You know what I'm saying? For most men, like, I don't know if sex, like, fuck with them mentally. Some niggas could get pussy whipped and emotionally uh, 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 attached to certain girls and shit like that. But I feel like that one stopped them from getting some new pussy. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like it's, it's more like for women... When it comes to like the whole mental and emotion, I'm not saying niggas ain't ain't bitches because niggas kill niggas over bitches all the time. You know what I'm saying? Pussy has like, started wolf. Exactly. I'm not saying like niggas ain't like, but I feel like it's more of an ego thing when it comes to men, men more so than the whole mental and emotional thing. Like dudes don't want to feel like they they girl got took by another dude. Dudes can't picture the fact that they girl letting another dude hit, but I don't feel like that's I guess that can fuck with your mental. That if that count is mental, you know what I'm saying? No, that's all ego. That has nothing that's what to I'm do thinking, with you know no. What I'm saying? But that's also emotional. A man's yeah. ego is his emotional right. uh shield, I should say. But what I was explaining before we started, you know, the pod today was that whereas we like to talk about how emotionally attached uh, emotional attachment works when it comes to sex for women, we discount how it is an emotional void filler for men. Yeah. Men will use sex and having multiple women, one as an ego boost, which we just talked about. And two, because they, men don't typically deal with their emotions. If they feel some way, they're going to try to fuck their way through it. Right. So one, they're already mentally stagnant because they're not dealing with what the situation actually is, but they would prefer to lay up with, and fuck through how they feel. So, in in other words, y'all just just uh, again emotionally unintelligent and oh, no. doing man, shit that is like more detrimental fuck, to your mental and emotional <laughs> health than actually helping yourself. So, I can see why you would say something like that because it's the truth. Dudes, fuck their emotions out. They like, fuck through their emotions. That's correct. Men don't like to sit and cry, and if they do, they're not telling nobody about it. They sitting in the corner and they weeping. They probably done came and cried in the car. So why do you have to tell somebody that you no, cry? What you know I'm saying, saying? Is, like I still let your emotions somebody. out. Talk to somebody about how you feel. Men feel like when you men and we not. I'm trying not to do this. I don't want it to be a conditioning thing or anything. What I'm talking about is if you want help. Right. If you really want to deal with how you feel, talk to some fuck about it. it. Don't have to be your homeboys. It could be somebody. It could be a therapist. It could be a priest. You can go. It could, it could be somebody that don't know you. 
Go to a chat room. I don't know. But go on literally, Reddit, man. Be good conversations on Reddit, man. I know niggas don't fuck but, with it, but it's good. But that's what I'm saying. There's <laughs> out the social media is an outlet. It's niggas out here being whoever they want to be, except for an emotional creature on social media. And then when you do see people express think about and I, I know using this as an example is gonna kick me in the ass. Tyrese. <laughs> <laughs> My baby. <laughs> Tyrese probably got to a breaking point. (laughs) And with his emotional damn, right? I feel like men have an emotional damn. And he got to the place where his emotional damn just couldn't hold it no more. That's discounting any mental issues he may have, you know, because apparently he's on medication. But I'm using that as an example because we saw this man go through. A multitude of things on social media. But emotionally, that's the one thing people made fun of him about. Right. But it's men out here who are is doing that at home by themselves. And then they just go out here playing crazy, playing cool in front of everybody else when in actuality That's how the world because the world don't look at help. It. the world look at men as weak men when they wear their emotions on their sleeves. We getting away from that though. We not. Yes, we are. An alpha man will always look at a Stop at an emotional male. It's a fact. Like a man Ooh. will never look at a another emotional man as a a leader. You know what I'm saying? And, I think when we and talk a lot of our leaders are emotional nowadays. Keep it a, a book. You know what I'm saying? Especially if you talk about the hip hop and all this extra shit. I think when we talk about emotional men, because men like to take things way out the box. Nobody's saying that you should be crying 24 hours a day. I'm not talking about Nobody's saying that you should be super sensitive about every little thing. What we are saying as women, and this is the disconnect, whether you want to agree with it or not, is that we say men need to be more emotional. Y'all want to take emotional to the word emotional and take it. 10 miles that way but all we're saying is be more in tune with how you feel be able to verbalize how you feel be able to express how you feel without it being a blow up at the end of the day or an outburst of some sort or something detrimental to your health and that's and when i'm thinking about an emotional male i'm thinking about somebody like soldier boy a nigga that get on camera and get to yelling at the people in the comments i feel like that's that's the type of emotions i'm talking about i feel like dudes those are type of those are type of traits and type of shit that dudes do that's emotional. You know what I'm saying? They do certain shit like that. Like they get on the internet and yell at people and shit like that. That's that's not a but word that's that, a negative example of what I'm talking about though. How so? Because you're ta- you're using that as a justification to for men to remain unemotional creatures. I'm not saying what Soldier Boy doing is not what we're asking men to do. That but, is not that is not a healthy or normal way to react emotionally. Which is why it's a negative example. Let's give me a healthy example. A healthy example would be if you are hurt. Acknowledging that you're hurt and working through your hurt without using other people as stepping stones to ignore the fact that you're hurt. Right? Yeah, so, like when I say seek therapy or have an outlet journal, uh, something as simple as writing your shit down. Niggas, I, don't, I ain't keeping no diaries. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't keeping no diary about how I feel. That's what I'm talking about. Even the simplest solutions to your problems. Because a lot of the times when we verbalize something or we write it down, we release it. You can, If you write a lot of times as a poet, I would not write things. Right. Because writing them means that I have to acknowledge that they exist. And it's on paper. So I have to look at it. I have to acknowledge it's there. That's how I feel. 
If you tell a man to write how he feel down, he be like, I ain't keeping no goddamn diary. I ain't keeping no I journal. Don't know. That's, That's what I'm saying. Gay. Like what? Like, I feel like dudes aren't outlet. honest about how they feel. It's just not the way that you would want them to. Because a dude can be like, man, I'm fucked up about this, and he can really, really be fucked up about it. But uh-huh. you wouldn't see it on his face, or is, or how he carrying them. Okay, but if I, but he really telling you how he feels. Okay, and like, if you ask a man in that moment, if he say I'm really fucked up about this, and you be like, okay, let's talk about it. He be like, no, nah, it's cool. I'll be straight. That's usually the secondary response. If you ask a man to then talk about why he fucked up, he gonna shut it down. Maybe because he don't want to get emotional. And again, I say, no matter what way we... this is, And then y'all want to blame women for why y'all can't be emotional when you have women out here who asking for y'all to express how you feel. Nah, and then this was a, this was a perfect emotions, example. Man. These women this, don't want no emotional. Listen, nigga, this was you. a perfect example of what I just said. You said a man can express, oh, I'm fucked up about X, Y, and Z. And mm-hmm. a woman, who cares about him? We're not talking about just no bitch you fucking on, on just because you want to fuck. We talking about someone who cares about you. I have had these situations in relationships where a man be fucked up about something. I'm like, okay, baby, let's sit down. What's what's wrong? What's going on? You want to talk about it? No, I'm cool. I figure it out. Well, then when I stop asking you what the fuck wrong, now I don't care about your feelings. No, not, not essentially. <laughs> you see how no. high your voice. <laughs> you see how high your voice. Ain't saying got. that. Okay. I'm saying dudes do talk. You know what I'm saying? They just do it. The people who care to. They don't communicate in a way that y'all want them to communicate, though. Oh my god! See, no, because no. Like me, like like for real. Like I'm, I'm telling you, it's dudes that, dudes that really feel like females. They feel like, hey, I'm living with you. I'm with you all the time. You should know the type of person I am. You're supposed to read my mind and know when something is I'm wrong. Tell a nigga who it's I'm niggas that think them. like that, though. I'm not saying, hey, I'm, I'm not, not one of those niggas. You know what I'm saying? But it's women that feel like that. Is it's men that feel like that? And they they feel like. You should know, and you should know how to console me or, nope. you know, Mm-mm. bring me back to life. Not even. That's how some people think. One of the first things I tell people is I'm not a mind reader. Neither am I. And I don't expect <laughs> you to be one. Ditto. If you need to say something, say it. And if I need to express myself, I'm going to say it. Now, if we need to sit down and clarify or work through it, then we will. But don't be walking around here with an attitude and think I'm just going to be like, Oh snap! He didn't eat today. Let me make him a sandwich. Like if you hungry, but dudes say you hungry. Is dudes be t for reasons they don't? If I'm ticked off, it's I'm ticked off for a reason. I don't think that my wife would understand sometimes. So it's like if I'm while we having this conversation, if you ain't gonna never be able to understand where I'm coming from, because it's it's certain shit that men deal with that women can't help with. Right? You know what I'm saying? And that's just big facts. Okay. So who do you talk to then? You know what I'm saying? You're God. <laughs> I mean, here's my thing. If you don't give me, if you don't give me, if you already discount the fact that I can help you, then the battle's already lost, right? I get how you feel about there's, of course, as a woman, there's a lot of things about being a man. I absolutely, because I'm not a man, I won't mm-hmm. get. But if I'm your partner and there's something wrong. You haven't even allotted me the chance to either give you an encouraging word, to give you support. <laughs> you haven't given me the opportunity to try to help if I feel like I can. Now, whether or not, whatever you do with that information, even if it's you venting about how you feel, even though there's nothing I can do, you not even allowing me to be a listening ear so that you can vent. If you pissed off, and that's my point. That's why I said that men and women are completely different because men are more logical. They're thinking more and in, deep into it, and 
They're probably thinking like if I tell her and she can't understand, then she'll take that as weakness. Like dudes really might feel like that. Dudes don't think what they most, so they're not gonna outburst and tell you everything. They're thinking more like so. They, I didn't. Say it might be a million reasons why he think he can't share this with you. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And and, and out of those million reasons, you could be a million times wrong. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. We we you you want to go back to men aren't emotional. Yes, y'all are. Let's start there. Secondly, y'all not always as logical as y'all think y'all are because that way of thinking is not logical. Mm. If you are in a partnership with someone, someone you love, y'all living together, y'all going through life and shit together, y'all fucking paying bills together and all this other stuff, how can you then sit here and say, there's just some shit you won't understand and I'm going to keep it to myself and I'm going to just figure it out because my partner can't help me. You don't know what I can do because you haven't, again, given me the space to figure out if that's something I can help you with. So you Secondly, is- you've already determined in your mind. I didn't say being here going off and fucking flipping tables. I said vent. That means talk. That's There's nothing illogical about what I just suggested. I get you what you said. You just took that as, oh, well, women are emotional and y'all just want to go off all the time. Oh, I'm not saying that. It's still a point. It's still a point where men, they dealt with women and they know what women like and women don't like. And women don't like emotional men. And there's no, no way the you women can, that they choose they, don't like to deal with men's emotions. And some women take that and shit the on The women you. that they you know choose what I'm they might take that as weakness. Use that in an argument like... They, we need to rearrange these words. It's just like it's just facts, though. It's like, you not, know what I'm saying? It's like, not fact. It's fact for the men who choose those types of women. If you are with a woman who doesn't want to hear how you feel, that is a choice that you remain with that woman. That has nothing to do with the rest of us women. But can I ask you who a question? Hear how you feel? What if what if the dude is telling you how he feel every other week and you just think it's some softest shit ever? It's not because if I think it's some soft shit, I'm be like, you tripping on that. I'm probably not going to say you saw. And, and you think he would share, probably, share more information with you? Yes, he will. Like, because at, at that point, what I'm saying is, I'm not calling him soft because he venting to me. I'm probably going to try to alleviate the fact that he venting about this same stupid ass shit. But so what, what if I'm it's saying, really bothering him then though? Then we need to figure out a solution because I'm not going to sit here and listen to you complain seven days a week about the same shit and not change it. That's the difference. So it's it's a limit to him being It's always, a, it's a shelf life on Courtney's ears. It's a shelf life with my Man, it's a so shelf you want life him with my to be friends. open, but not too open. No, right. that's not what. Okay, that's what you now said. You, you're getting me hyped. That's you're getting what you me said. pissed off. That's, what, getting, that's exactly that's what you're saying. What I'm saying is, that's just like you going into you driving this same route every day. Mm-hmm. You go from point A from point B. It's a straight line, right? And every day you complain that this one stoplight is five seconds longer than the others than the others on this same road you've been traveling every day. How many days I'm supposed to listen to you complain about this stoplight? Because the stoplight not going to change. Or what if it's some jobs, some work shit you at work and this dude that you got to work in the office with is always saying a little slick shit. Okay, go to HR. That's and, a solution. And what if you did? And what if nothing and is then, changing and the only person you can vent to is your girl and you're doing it for three months, but they still no, ain't doing shit about it. No, because if you go to HR and you complain and HR don't do nothing, then we need to be talking about you finding a job where you value that. Because and what HR if you can't find a another a better job than this and this is changing Then we're going to take life. a pay cut and we're going to find something for your sanity, baby, right. because we don't have time I, I for that. I can respect that. I respect that. Out, you know what I'm saying? But what if he didn't want to leave? Well, then that's, don't complain. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> if you're not trying to change the situation, why do you want me to sit here? That's just like 
like a man. That's what women do all the fucking time. I'm going to flip it. And that's why I'm about to flip the situation. (laughs) Because if I, as a woman, was coming to my man every day complaining about Felicia that sits across from me who smack her gum every day. Mm -hmm. And it irritates my soul because I don't like motherfuckers who smack their gum. (laughs) And I come home and I'm like, this bitch will smack her gum again. Every day she's smacking his gum. And you like, well, baby, why don't you just ask her X, Y, and Z? Or why don't you do this to fix it? And I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that. But that would fix the problem. What if they're uncomfortable doing that? And they tell you that. Then there's other ways around it. Talk to your manager. If you don't want to address it directly, talk to your manager at the job. What and if, see if they're they can uncomfortable stop, you know? doing all of that? No, no, because you can't be uncomfortable with every fucking thing. Either you want the solution or you don't. Some people are. If you either want the solution <laughs> I'm just saying, like, or you don't, you don't. You don't know what this person is going see, this through. This is what I'm, saying. When, it I'm comes, saying. when it comes to me in the situation talking about men, you have every reason to find a way to justify the action. But when it comes to me being logical about it, it's like, oh, well, what if? What if? What if that's not the case? That's no, because you either want the solution That's what I mean by that's, you don't. Men are more complex than that. Men is going to think. That's what I mean by logical. Men thinking. And a million different ways for a reason not to tell you really how they feel because they might take that shit as a weakness. And then you might take it as they might justify you taking this as a weakness. And like I said, a dude, if he going through some shit at work and it can't be fixed, but this is the best job he ever had in his life. He's like, I'm going to just grind it out for the year. Then stop complaining to me about it. Right. Because now at that point, you're making a conscious decision to deal with it for the sake of the job. But you said you want him to be open. And what if he really dealing with this shit every day? Who who else do you want him to talk to then? If he can't talk to you. Listen, see, this is the thing because mm -hmm. you stuck on who he can talk to. And I just say he can talk to me up until the point that he can't because you either want the solution or you don't. You either going to keep the job and deal with the shit that you got to deal with. This one thing that's bothering you for the job we agree on that it shouldn't be no because in your mind at that point you should logically acknowledge that you are choosing to keep this job and deal with the bullshit that comes along with it which would be what this situation what this situation is that's just like if i got a job at amazon and every day i'm complaining my feet hurt but i don't want to leave the job at amazon i understand i gotta walk at work so if my feet hurt every day at work then i'm making the conscious decision to keep my job knowing my feet gonna hurt or get better fucking shoes because i'm not leaving this job and it's my point you don't understand him you don't understand his reason for doing that. What if you, like you said, he really feel like he really he justified a reason for doing this logically, like him working here logically. But like you said, he want to talk about it, but he has nobody to talk to about it. Okay, then talk to you about, don't hear about. Okay, it. then we can compromise. You can talk to me once a month about it. <laughs> what if you want to talk about it every day? Nope. It's women that come on every option. day and men hear about how they That's how shitty they, they was. That's or. not gonna work for me. <laughs> now what? And I'm not calling my man weak for wanting to vent. I'm not saying none of that. It's, but I have given listen, because most women, like you said, would be like, oh, this man weak. He he wanna come in here and talk about this issue every day, all day. No, I didn't say none of that. I said I'm gonna listen to it. First I said I was gonna listen, right? I'm giving him an open space. I'm listening to his problems. This one problem. Cause it's just one problem about his job. Mm-hmm. Then I say, Well, baby. You've been talking about this one issue. How can we fix it? What what would make it better for you? What would make the situation better? He's like, well, I could do this. I'm like, well, why don't you do it? Well, I don't want to. No, like this was you not understanding what I'm saying. It's not I don't want That's to. What, you what if what said. if the dude is really uncomfortable with confrontation? Like what it if doesn't he really have to be confrontational? And what if he feel like it's going to be confrontational so he doesn't go talk to him? And my response was That's what I'm saying. You don't know how a man thinks sometimes. And my response like, was if that is how share everything. That's all I'm saying. You know what? Fuck what he talked about. <laughs> um 
this is why I said, if at that point you feel like that is not the solution, that the only solution is not going to work, mm-hmm. right? Say we mold through several things and this one solution, we know this is what will fix the problem, but the man doesn't want to do it. Then at that point in the conversation, I'm going to say, well, babe, we've come to the understanding that this is what will fix it. And that's not what you want to do. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. I respect that. But if you're not, no, don't put words in my mouth. I'm about to finish. Mm -hmm. I'm about to land my plane. If that one solution is not feasible for you, or you are just choosing not to do it, then you're now accepting the consequence which would be working with the issue. And you acknowledge that, right? Yeah. Okay. So coming home and complaining about it, knowing what the solution would be, and you not wanting to change it because you don't want to do what it takes to fix it. Now we're on a cutoff. Because I'm not, as your woman, going to listen to you because you, as my man, would not want to sit and listen to the same thing after we've come up with a solution and I've already acknowledged I don't want to do that to fix it. Then now you're choosing to continue what you're doing with the issue. So I don't want to hear about it. And if I do hear about it, you got once a month because now you're just complaining to be complaining. And let me go back to what I'm saying. What if he don't want to talk to you about it because of that reason? He know that he's not going to do nothing about it. He knows shit going to be fucked up. So he's like, well, I'm not going to share my what I got going on and my emotions with her. And I'm not going to do shit about it anyway. Like I said. Okay. Okay. Like, that's fine. But then say that. <laughs> Can you say that? If I say, if I say, baby, what's no, wrong? He might. And you'll be like, nothing. And I'm like, you sure? And you be like, well, yeah, I just know it's an issue. And it's not really something that I'm going to change. So I'm going to just deal with it. And he, like I said, men are more logical. They might think that the women take that as a weakness. Like he not being man enough to finish. That's the to, woman. That's what I'm saying. Single thing as we. If I'm not blaming is, the woman. If, I'm blaming the man for this. If, you know what I'm saying? Like me, I, I'm blaming the man because he might feel like this woman don't think he man enough to take care of his responsibility to, to fix the thing, whatever's going on. Like, well, and that's how I serve women. Here's how like, I feel about that statement. Man, if like, that's your woman, then you need to step out of that situation because if at every step most you, women. if at every step you feel like as a man, your woman questions everything you do as a man, what do you then mean you by not that? her nigga. What do you mean by that? Because at every turn, everything you said is women out here who who feel like a man wouldn't be capable of handling such as a man, or if that's his thought process when he's when he's thinking about what he should be doing with his day or his life or his situation, he can't go to his woman to talk about it because she's going to look at it as weakness. Then that's not I'm her not, nigga. I'm not saying You're that not she her is. Nigga. I'm saying he might feel like she is though. He, I don't think that. Well, I'm not saying you that can't she think, is. And that goes back to you can't think for nobody else. Stop trying to think for me. That was and one of the biggest I mean, issues. I have with my ex don't think for me i got my own mind so if you if i don't say that specifically to you like oh that's some weak shit how you already already assuming that i'm gonna feel like that's some weak shit we haven't talked about it so you have already been your own enemy in this situation anyway because you thinking for me and you didn't give me the option to think for myself in this so you coming up with your own conclusions about how i feel and this is my main point i'm trying to get to i'm not trying to i'm not trying to men always have this battle with Within themselves, and it's a reason why they can't open up to women, okay, and women well, would yeah. never understand that. You and shouldn't date until I, you work through it. You should get my point after all this. Shit, you you know should take therapy <laughs> and not are, date until you complex, fix your train of thought. You know what I'm saying? No, y'all, com- mad y'all, complex. y'all is fucked up. 
That's all I'm saying. On like, me. Fucked up. Because all this shit can really be a thing, like, with dudes. I'm like, not you know saying, I'm saying that it's not. They're, I it's acknowledge a, they're that. They're battling themselves, like, their manhood. Like, am I supposed to do this? Would a man do this? Like, shit like that. Dudes got to make decisions every day that's based off, like, what a man would do. You know okay. what I'm saying? Or, but when you're with a woman, when you have a partner, mm-hmm. then it's just not all about you, you, you. That's a selfish way of thinking. Yeah. Because in a partnership, you should have a, that communication to where your partner, if your partner is not capable of helping you critically think or or giving you a, a different perspective, whether or not you take on that perspective or not, if a person can't, if you can't have open conversation to expand your way of thinking in a relationship, you probably need to reevaluate who you with. That's my point. If, if you, if I ain't never, first of all, and if we probably not, we not together then if that's the case, because if I have had a man in a relationship, uh, when we was in a relationship and that was his way of thinking, we not together today because of that. Um, cause I have opened myself in the very same way I'm talking on this, on this pod to every man that I've been in a relationship with since I was 25. Mm. And I'm saying since I was 25 because that's when I got better. (laughs) (laughs) Now, before 25, I was a heathen. I'm sorry to you. Maybe. But if you have a woman in your life that is not a help meet to you, if you're going biblically, 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 am I saying that right? Mm. (laughs) I can't get it out. Okay. If she's not a help meet to you, if she can't help you, if she can't help open your perspective, if y'all don't have thought-provoking conversation, if you feel so one-sided in your relationship that you can't be open with your partner, you have to re- start thinking about what kind of partner you got. It's not about the partner. It's, it's about the man. That's what I'm trying well, to tell you. The man also, is complex. Like, okay. it, 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 well, it then, if, then you don't need to be, be with the, nobody and make your own decisions. I'm saying you can have a, the most secure man ever. Like I'm talking, speaking to you. And he can know <sighs> what type of woman you are. You can be open. You can be helpful. Mm-hmm. But it's certain shit that he just... Don't probably wouldn't think that you should know. Okay, like, and that's fine. And if, and if you know he don't saying? say it, that's on him. But what I'm saying is, if that's a constant thought in our relationship for him, then maybe he needs to reevaluate being in this relationship because there shouldn't be so many uh, occurrences where you don't feel like you can come to me now. If it's just something so manly, you feel like only a man can answer or handle, then that's between you and Big Sandals. That ain't got nothing to do with me. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, is at every turn when you're trying to make a decision, you feel like you're the only person in your own head who can come to a conclusion about what to do every single time why the the fuck are you here maybe it's been working for you okay (laughs) well then don't be with me if that's the case you gotta talk to me that's a requirement in my relationship maybe it's just because i I ask questions i ask a lot of questions (laughs) i'm inquisitive as fuck boy whatever you say i don't know uh, then you then what do you know? That's another question. What do you know then? Let's talk about what you do now. <laughs> what was that last topic? <laughs> I like shit like this though. You know what I'm saying? It's, this, it's, this is good though. Cause I feel like we we had this we ain't had this discussion, but if we were to have this discussion, why do you think relation most relationships don't work out? You think it's because of the man or the woman? The way the niggas think. The way the niggas <laughs> 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 the way the niggas think or the way women think i think it's both i think it's uh it's a 50 50 stack right it depends on i feel like one people don't vet the people that they're engaging with good enough right you can only know so much i agree 
I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is people don't really take the time to get to know who they're engaging with. So then they end up in these situations where either sex started the relationship or they just knew that this person was their person and they haven't really had any in-depth conversation. Right. They kind of learning as they go type shit. You know, we just going with the flow and seeing what happens. Those relationships. Mm-hmm. I feel like you end up with a man who got a fucked up emotional state or mental state and then you don't find out till later or you're dealing with a woman like you said who think every little thing is a weakness or or is a flaw in a nigga because she gotta have an extra macho man who doesn't cry and da 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 like i feel like most women are like that that's though. your personal opinion you're married so it really don't count because you haven't <laughs> met most women and I, I'm, I'm just saying, if that ain't it it's the the man bank account it's how tall the nigga That's is. If you, it's it's all these standards listen, for women. You no, know what I'm so I have I have what I would like in a partner, right? right? My partner right now is not six feet plus tall. My partner right now was not certain things that I have usually dated. Does that make him less? Of, no, he's been the best thing that done came around a long time. Women usually leave relationships though. Why is that? Because men like to stay stagnant. Like, y'all be cool with shit being uh, uh, weird. I'm going to just say weird. Like, we're going to talk about marriage. Like, if you unhappy in your marriage, nine times out of ten, if you ain't out here cheating, you probably just like, okay, cool, whatever. Y'all argue, you going in the man, man cave, and then you sitting, that's where you sleep. And you all right. You in your house. You ain't doing shit. You just mm-hmm. go to work, go home, and uh, whatever. She just mad today. Right? right. Women only going to do that for so long. We if, if, at some point we just gonna choose to go get a lawyer and get a divorce because men will just be okay with whatever the fucked up situation is. I feel like no. Okay, I don't agree. All right, because <laughs> it could be a man working fourteen hours a day, six days a week, and he just don't have time to do shit, and okay. the woman just gonna feel like. She deserves more. She does, and women always feel like they deserve more, and that's the reason In why. In that case, she does. In most cases, in your women, scenario, she does deserve more. In most cases, women think they deserve more than what they, do. they have. Why? Because men think when you go outside and you pay the bills, and that's that's all you need to do. You need to provide, provide, provide. Right? People get into, men get into this um, this spiral of yeah. I'm the man. I need to provide. Make sure the bills is paid. Da 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 da. And then you neglect the other stuff that comes along with your relationship, like an emotional attachment, mm-hmm. intimacy, and time. Time, your t- if you're all your time is spent outside the house providing for the house and keeping the lights on, then nine times out of ten, the emotional connection you have with your person, your wife, your whoever, is uh, a dead, you know, um, falling short. Or the intimacy, right? You probably come into pound town once a month because you ain't got energy and sh- you probably just want to lay there and let her ride it until she get what she need and then you go to sleep. Like, this is what I'm saying. Same scenario. If he can't work those many hours and he's working a regular, you know, 40-hour week. You have to find time. But he can't provide the way he's providing when he's working as much, but your women going to want more. They're going to think they deserve more. Correct? I, I feel like that has to be a conversation. I'm not saying you're wrong. So I don't want you to feel like this is me saying that you're absolutely wrong. I do feel like, but there has to be a talk like that's And that goes back to what I was saying. Communicate. Niggas don't communicate. Women don't communicate. Like if that's the issue within your relationship, you haven't talked about it. Nine times out of 10, you have nothing. 10 times. I'm gonna go 10 times out of 10. You haven't talked about it. And whose fault is that? That's both parties fault. Both parties. That's why I said it's a 50, 50. You're both equally responsible. most, Most women are leaving relationships and dudes don't think that anything is wrong. How is that their fault? 
That's not what I said. That's what is. That's I, I just said that at some point women are not going to just be comfortable in the fuck upness of the relationship and they're just gonna leave men are that y'all just i guess logically y'all just deal with shit a little longer but i'm not doing that with you <laughs> so I, I get what you're saying just, like, and that's takes, what i, I said it's a 50 50 stack it just comes more so to women need more than men need no it men does. need the same amount of things women need i don't think so i definitely think so i, I really don't think so i know you don't but i do <laughs> i think <laughs> I think women need a little bit more than men to to be Mm-mm. happy. You know what I I'm feel saying? like I feel like you need to know your partner, and that's my that's all I'm gonna say. Know who you know who you dealing with and who you choosing to be with. What you saying is say if what you saying the whole stagnant thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Puddle. What if he okay with that? You know what I'm saying? The, the woman, most men are okay with that. So the women then you needs need to more. find a woman who's going to be okay with that. And how many women are actually okay with? I that? don't know. You got to go out there and That's find them. Because I can't speak They're for. Not, I don't. I can't like, speak for the number of women who would like. I'm a homebody. <clears throat> I'm an ambivert. Right, I'm an extrovert when I'm around people I'm comfortable with, but I'm an introvert when I'm around right. people I don't necessarily know that well, or if I'm in a new environment. Mm-hmm. My man would know that. He would know that I would prefer time in the house than out of the house because that's who I am. My man will understand I don't do concerts, right? What if he's the complete opposite? I wouldn't be with him because he's not my type of person. That's why I'm saying you have to. You don't know that, though. I do know that if he likes to do things outside of what I like to do. You might start liking to do those things. I'm not saying that I wouldn't, but if the majority (laughs) of the time you are going to have an issue with me being in the house, nine times out of ten, you're probably not the person that should be with me because you know I'm going to spend most of my time in the house. If you want me to be outside 70% of the time, I'm not your person. Right. Because I like to be in the house. Mm Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. You have to know your person. If you're thinking that you're going to change somebody because they like you and y'all going to be together over, like, you can't do that. And that's where people, women do it wrong. Men do it wrong. If you know I'm a homebody. Why are you a homebody, though? Would you have that conversation with him? First of all, I tell the nigga (laughs) off top, I'm boring. Why? Because I like to be in the house. Why do you like to be in the house? Because this is my comfort zone. Why are you uncomfortable being out of the house? Because I can't control what happened outside of my house. If I'm in a crowd of people, I can't control that crowd of people. Somebody could come in shooting. Everybody could stampede and kill me. I so don't know. living in fear. I'm, no, I wouldn't say that. It's just I have anxiety. So uh, <laughs> I'm just going to stay where I'm comfortable. I don't have a problem with saying that. I tell men off top when they meet me, I'm I'm not that excited. And if you if you want somebody who's going to be out, going to concerts with you, I would prefer you have a best friend you can go to concerts with because I've never been to a concert. For that very reason that I told you, I'm uncomfortable, highly uncomfortable. It makes me, I will have a panic attack in a crowd of people that I can't get out of. You don't know that because you I never do know it. that you because know I'm not doing it. Listen, it might be the best time of your this life. This is what I'm saying. So if might get you out of your if comfort that's zone. that's going to make you upset. Well, you want a person that can get you out of your comfort zone? Yeah, but, but tiptoe me in. If you're just trying to throw me in a crowd of people, I'm not nah, going. I'm going to fight you. I'm going to resist. I'm going to resist. I'm going to resist. But that's what I'm saying. You have to know who you're dealing with. Like, yeah. if, if we slowly working towards, like, if we go to, like, a concert at the park, right? People mm-hmm. spread out. It's hella people here. But we're in the park. People spread out in the grass, right? That's a, that's a tiptoe into concert, right? Like, you're just not going to throw up and go, hey, baby, I got those tickets. And you know for a fact I ain't going to this for concert. Why you get us tickets? In this arena. Let's get back to what, how is it not 
Know your person. That was my point. Know your person. How is it not the women's fault that relationship is not working out if they always need I didn't, more? I didn't say it wasn't the one. I said you it was said 50, 50 50. And I don't believe that. Okay, well then, because you want it to be the women's <laughs> fault. And I'm saying that people are equally responsible because you need to know your person. That's how we got here. I guess. You of course you guess. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Men are equally responsible because a lot of times y'all leading with y'all dick. And I'm saying y'all not you because you in marriage. <laughs> Most men leave with they dick, right? They want somebody there automatically. Well, it's a uh, that men are visual, so do, you're y'all. gonna have somebody who's spread attractive. Y'all leave with y'all dick. <laughs> we was made to spread our seeds, no, y'all man. Spread y'all the me, me, Meant to value y'all penises in the way that y'all want women <laughs> to value their vaginas, but y'all just batter and beat them up, and they all bruised and fucked up by the time they get to your wife, and that's unfortunate. But anyway. And that's I feel like we we can get back to that one because we talked about this earlier and we kind of like swayed off of it and we gonna end it on on this right here. I mean I'm gonna let you you know get your take. Mm, go ahead about the whole emotionals emotional and uh what was it about sex? If you have mm. multiple sex, partners, if you have a multiple sex partners, how it affects your uh, mental and I think it affects women way worse than it affects men. You know what I'm saying? Of course you do. And and I'm, why why is, uh, it hates it? I, I don't want to sound sexist, but you it's are like, going to sound sexist. Come on, it's, with it. it's got to be something about somebody entering your body, though. Like <sighs> I don't see how it doesn't like that. That has to matter some way. Like somebody's no. going inside of you. Putting, it don't matter. You doing putting the their DNA inside you're doing the, of you. You doing like, the entering. That's what I'm saying. It's no difference. It's a huge Do you understand difference. how the vagina and the when when they are together, how they're pieced together, right? It's like putting a plug into a socket in the wall. Yeah. They fit, right? Correct. So the vagina hugs the penis. Mm-hmm. It is a, 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 a cylinder around the penis. They hug each other. Yeah. What's the difference? You You're have being to go surrounded in. by something. You kissing. You breathing heavy. You're looking in each other's eyes. What is the difference? What is the connectional difference? The man's not being entered. Oh, so that's the only difference for you is that yeah, if you somebody's going inside of your body, like okay. that's that's different. That's illogical. It's, it's just something that that I can't get my mind off of. It might sound fucking first or second grade, but I feel like it it, it has to affect the women more because somebody is actually going inside of you. you so you saying? don't think. A man entering and exiting multiple women, kissing multiple women, laying up with multiple women, making eye contact with multiple women, <laughs> spending time with multiple women on a regular basis is not detrimental to their emotional or mental health. No. When there's no connection anywhere other than sex, you think that's perfectly fine, that they can live a normal life just penetrating bitches every uh, th- four days out the week. Yeah, I think they'll be fine. Okay, and that's the problem. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I think dudes will be fine. You know what I'm saying? I'm not. I'm not so sure about the women. Though. Okay, and only because we're being penetrated. Gotcha. It's a lot of men Why out here being penetrated. It sound so simple. Yeah, pause. But yeah, those dudes are probably like fucked up mentally those too and the, emotionally. Those are the men that's penetrating. What? <laughs> right, she lost. <laughs> you lost me there. I know I did. It's okay. <laughs> Come back. You lost me there. We're going to go ahead and end and say that, that last topic for the next show. Cause That's all good. We've been going way too long, man. We had an hour, 25, 26, you did. It's Neighborhood Spit Podcast. You want to give somebody a shout-out? You know what I'm saying? Somebody. I want a shout-out to me. 
Shout the greatest to, of all time. Shout out to her. Yeah, man. The goat. She got what well, you got something on Clubhouse that we need to, you know what I'm saying? Oh my goodness. Or is that just I wasn't even gonna plug personal invi- personal invites on. No, you, know you can always catch me on Clubhouse at Unconventional Therapy. My name, Loka Amore, is also my Clubhouse host name and my stage name. I shouldn't say stage name, it sounds like a stripper. Right. Loka Amore on all social media outlets except for Facebook. So if you're trying to find me on IG, Twitter, or Clubhouse, it's Loka L O C A Amore A M O U R. Yeah, my shit is IY756, but I'm about to change it to the hood spit. And we're going to be talking about a lot of topics on there before we talk about it on the episode with the world. You know what I'm saying? Get more people to tune in and get get more information about some of this shit. Because I know some people, like I said, I had people uh, talking to me about the last episode that we did. And, uh, and people agree. Some people disagree. You know what I'm saying? So I thought it was just good to get that out there. So. Mm-hmm. Y'all want to drop comments or, you know what I'm saying, give us suggestions like we all love for, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Feedback is always welcome and necessary. Most definitely. But this is the Neighborhood Spit Podcast. We yeah, this bitch, boy. You know what I'm saying? Yo, 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 this is the Hood Spit, boy. Yo, 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 this is the Hood Spit, boy.